0: Hello, the Internet, and welcome to Season 164, Episode 2 of The Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Tuesday, December 15th, 2020, 36 days until January 20th. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Is this the Zeitgeist? No, it's just Jack O'B. Lost in a landslide No escape from Joe Biden's lead Tweet a shit storm Realize you lost Concede uh, That is courtesy of TDZ A.K.A. Think Tank Uh It ends with Think, thank you. Come on guys uh, Which I <laughs> appreciate <laughs> A little hype man action at the end Yeah Um uh, Hey, I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Away in a
1: Granger, no push for his bong.
2: The little Lord Miles just made up this song. Uh, yeah, just uh, AKA hey. for me right now, Away oh. in a Granger. Please send Kush for my bomb to the Miles Gray care of the Valley and I will I will receive it. <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll find a way to get it to you. You are I the Valley's be... most
0: favorite son.
2: I mean, there's a lot, you know. Brody Stevens held down the Valley for legendarily. You know, there's a lot of people people hold this torch, you know, epically. So, you mm. know, I can only hope to find my place in the pantheon of great San Fernando
0: are you are you having trouble? Do you is your uh, bong actually empty or what, what's going? Was that just for Look, the rhyme? Yeah,
2: it is. It is. You know, Damn, um, I'm in between Nug Club drops, so I smoked up all the weed that came from that one, and I, I my normal store is was closed, and you know, I'm but I'm getting through it. You know, I'm getting through it. I'm closed okay. for
0: COVID or just closed because you tried to go at two in the morning.
2: The the latter. <laughs>
0: I just feel they should be open at that time. Right? I
2: just feel like if people want to smoke at all hours of the day, why are, yeah, we, why are we discriminating against what the are night What are we doing hours? here? So, what are
0: we even doing yeah. here, then? Uh, well, we are <laughs> thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious and talented Jeremiah Watkins! Yo, what up? <laughs> there he is. <laughs> What's up, man? How's it going, players? <laughs> oh, you know. Uh, <laughs> just playing. As just we do. Just Playing the game. Where are you coming from, live and direct, Jeremy? live and direct from from Los Angeles, California. Okay. Big fan of that place. Um, (laughs) You've got a green screen behind you, so you could really be coming to us from anywhere. Out of space. Some
1: hijinks might be ensuing with this green screen
0: later.
2: We don't know, guys. Uh, Don't tease me like that, man. it's funny that you have the green screen, but the put the thing you put up as the plate is just a green screen. Yeah, <laughs> that's so right. Like just letting people. Oh, oh, he just Whoa. turned into a candlelight Burt Reynolds something. Oh, uh,
1: there might just be a saxophone between my legs. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> you play saxophone? <laughs> I do play saxophone. Nice. But for yeah. people,
2: for those of us uh, who are not on this show right now on this Zoom call, Jeremiah has been changing the background of his. Uh, it's a little window cell, and it looks like, is it roses and candles and yep. a saxophone? Rose petals,
1: candles, and then I'm naked behind just, you know, a sax
0: just in front of my junk just to paint that what picture that for a... y'all.
2: Is that a it's tenor?
1: an alto sax.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a bit what better. is the name of that ro- romance album that, that we're looking at? I feel like that that's a great album cover that, that we're witnessing.
1: I mean, there's probably some kind of sax wordplay, like, you know... Mm-hmm. You know, like sexual healing or, or yeah, like big sax healing. energy or yeah,
2: yeah. tantric sax. Yeah,
0: tantric sax. That's good. That's real <laughs> Circular good. Circular breathing. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> man. Uh. So you, you're a lifelong sax player? You're I am. Since so like third, fourth grade. Hell yeah, Start man. playing then. Yeah.
2: When people start band, that's around the time your a school is like, do you want to be in the band? Pick one of these. Yeah, you got to pick one. Because I started playing one. trumpet around third grade. Do you still uh, play? Uh I mean occasionally. I play I play bass now more. Um mm-hmm. I switched to bass about eight years ago, but I still I can still play and I can read music and all that. But I think my embouchure is a little bit weak. Sure, mm. it could be a bit better, but hey, you know,
0: <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. Mm. <laughs> um, all right, Jeremiah, we're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we are going to tell our listeners a few of the things we're talking about. Uh, we're going to talk about the continued Trump campaign attempt to, I don't know what, Coo. I don't know what the end game is. The cuckoo, kachoo. Uh, we'll talk Coo-coo-roo. about how Stephen Miller. I know it, it really had a fallen off. I remember when I first California? came out to LA and I was like, this place is amazing. And this place
2: is under seasoned, but the interior <laughs> aesthetic is a whole vibe. So I yeah. won't worry about the
0: food quality. That's right. Um, we'll, we'll talk about how Stephen Miller, what Stephen Miller's doing, what Mo Brooks is doing, uh, to try and make, uh, whatever their fantasy election reality, uh, happen. We are going to talk about just the, the heightened rhetoric coming from the right wing. Uh, we'll talk about the Epoch Times. Uh, we'll talk about Brexit and what it's doing to the famed British cuisine. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about the vaccine and how we sell it to people. All of that. Plenty more. But first, Jeremiah, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Um, I searched
1: recently uh, for uh, pregnant woman hormones. Uh-huh. um which uh-huh. uh that is uh that's something that my wife is going through right now okay uh, mm. so we we're we're due in April so I just wanted to you know search that and see uh what kind of <laughs> things go on with that if it's c- a, yeah if it's a normal thing how to deal with them. but the stuff that's in Google is not very helpful it's just like be funny be caring it's just like uh, <laughs> all right well, you know, I try to do that. <laughs> like, right. Before any other, like, I started. doing Are there some
2: hacks I can do? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Like, do you have any direct line connections to improve the mood? <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: So you did the crude dude Google search version of what to expect when you're expecting, when you're like, <laughs> yeah. Pregnant woman hormones? What do you got, Google? <laughs> How What's the what deal here? with my wife's hormones? I don't get it. <laughs> I'm just
1: a simple man. I don't know what All to right, do yet. Yeah. Here.
2: We're five months out. I guess I'll acknowledge what's going on here. Yeah. Here we go. I guess wow. I should've so ordered uh, like a book or something, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, after, uh, and also congrats, man, on your, yeah, oh, your congratulations, first thank you. Yeah, yeah. First first kit. Wow, wow. Was that um was that a thing, a planned pregnancy within quarantine? I knew people who were like looking at it like, Well, this is a sustained period where I might be able to be around for a long time. So should we have a child did that enter the thing or was this something that you were just always yeah. always happening or did pandemic have anything to do with well it?
1: we uh i mean definitely the pandemic had a factor in the timing of it for sure because we we did plan because we were like i'm usually out touring and on the road like a lot of weekends of the month and right now i've been home more than i ever have and i probably will be going into you know the new year and stuff like that more than usual and Mm -hmm. we were like okay i'll be here more like this is one of those things where if i was on the road all the time like that's just that's kind of hard for her while she's pregnant and experiencing that you know what i mean so we kind of figured if we did it when we did it and uh that it would be beneficial for for us both um and be the most helpful for her like along the way so that way i'm not just like gone and then she's just like dealing with like everything while being pregnant so yeah right but she's oh, been yeah. she's been great through the process even though i'm googling hormones and stuff <laughs> it's it's more just like like it's it's a foreign thing to me because like right we're both pretty even keel people so it's just like a an adjustment like oh okay this is like a this is like part of it this is like a thing
0: yeah nice yeah and it's good to just know what what to expect Throughout, the, I should
1: have got that book. I should have got yeah. the, what to expect when you're expecting. Yeah. Gets real uncomfortable like,
0: for uh, for women towards the end of the. Of yeah, the, that's what I've been yeah. reading and hearing about. Sleeping yeah. gets difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, get that body pillow. Mm. You know what I mean, yeah, I do highly recommend the body pillow for okay. sure. I'll look into it.
2: Yeah, me too. I just I'm a side sleeper, and I learned that tip from my homegirl that was pregnant.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> she was like, you might want to try a body
2: fill because I remember it was like, hey, what's that thing? She's like, it's because I'm pregnant and it helps me sleep more comfortably because my body is all growing in different directions. I was like, huh? I was like, you think that'll work for me? Yeah. You're like, uh, uh, are, shout you out done, to body are you pills.
1: done with that thing? Or uh, can I buy that? Yeah, either? exactly. The second <laughs> the child
2: was born, I'm like, hey, man, uh, I'm coming to get that body pillow really quick. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you don't want to say hi to the child? Uh, no, 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 no. Here for the body. Cute, Cute kid. <laughs> Focus. Give me the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> During this pregnancy, are you are your families based in L.A. or do you have? Is your are your families like on completely other parts of the country? Because I know that's another thing a lot of people have been sorting through
1: yeah so her family's in northern california uh it's about okay. five six hour drive away so if they need to come into town it's not crazy but it's still sure. you know a bit but uh my family's back in kansas so that's a either a very very long drive it's like a 25 hour drive or it's you know a, a flight home so yeah yeah right. we're gonna try once the baby's born to stagger their visits and stuff hopefully sure this stuff with COVID has uh, chilled out a little bit and everybody's a little bit more healthy and, you know, we got right. four or five months away. So we'll, we'll see. I'm hopeful. Yeah.
2: We'll see. And I, I like that. We just need to tell COVID to chill out. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, take a,
1: take a hey. chill pill, COVID. Come on, bro. Yeah. the fuck? We
2: get it, okay? We get like, we it. Get Our it, country's dude. trash. Point made.
1: <laughs> now you're uh, just rubbing it in at this point. You're a sore right. loser at this point.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Jeremiah, what is something you think is underrated?
1: I think this is underrated um, because people trash it for it not being, I think, as quality as I think it is, and that's Taco Bell. I freaking mm. love Taco Bell, and mm-hmm. I will put it pound for pound up against any other fast food place. And a lot of people knock it saying it's not that good or whatever, but I love it. <sighs> I love my T Bell. You're preaching to they the don't choir the, here,
0: man. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They don't know the love of Christ the amount of times they think it's not good
1: that they've reinvented the menu with the same products and i've, fall, I've i fell for it so many times that's that's good marketing right there if, oh, if yeah. they can right. repackage the same food over and over and be like new at taco bell i'm like okay i'm sold
2: right it's like having, like, a four-crayon set, but they keep managing to crank out, like, the wildest designs. But they only have four crayons. Yeah. And yeah. you can't blend that shit really, like, nicely. You can't finesse that. Yeah, there's something about it. I don't know. I mean, there's uh, there was a – I was just reading about a pop-up in Austin that was reviving all of the, like, destroyed menu items. And Dude, it became what? so popular because people were like, yeah, I need a Mexican pizza. And this place is just making them like as, you know, as true to the original as possible. And they were like, I don't know. Business has been booming and <laughs> we're like sold out in advance whenever we put the menu out. So I'm like, you know what? That shows you the power of the dead bell menu. Wow. Yeah. yeah they they discontinued my double decker
1: taco. That's like one of my favorite things. It was yeah. on the menu and they, they keep killing it. They keep axing it. That was the refried
0: beans up, around the crunchy regular taco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shack versus double Jack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> that's what Shaq that's it was. Uh, it's exactly what it was. Yeah.
2: for For you growing up in Kansas, was Taco Bell your first foray into Mexican food? Like, how long before you had Taco Bell versus having Mexican food, and then begin differentiating between the two as Taco Bell as its own genre of food and Mexican food as an actual j- cuisine. I don't think that I realized
1: truly the difference between Tex-Mex and more authentic Mexican food until I moved to Los Angeles. Because there's like there's some restaurants in Kansas that are more traditional Mexican style. There's like a great one called Manny's um, that's like um, mm-hmm. down on like uh, near Mission Boulevard, like uh, I think on the Kansas City, Missouri side. And there's some good uh, restaurants around there that are more authentic, but they're still even the most authentic. Mexican restaurants in Kansas sure. don't come close to the ones that are like the little taco stands and stuff in Los Angeles. They're just Oh, it's good. night God.
2: It's it's like all right, yes. I, was, I was worried Kansas was coming for the, the crown.
0: Coming for the crown. But, yeah. No, yeah.
2: I don't I don't think so. I don't I don't think we have anything to worry about. Okay. All right. All right. I just want to make sure that's
0: <laughs> yeah. that's all there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh what is something you think is
1: overrated? I think that Disneyland is very overrated. And wow. uh, probably a lot of people will be upset to hear that's my choice is something overrated but I didn't grow up with Disneyland as a kid in Kansas I never went and I went a few years ago as an adult and I was like oh this is like stuff that if you don't get in while you're a little kid like it doesn't work on you like it like you're you're not phased by it because you don't have memories and nostalgia attached to it so I right. was like, this is just another theme park that they actually costs way more than the theme parks that I'm used to going to that have faster rides and just like not identifiable characters
2: and stuff like it's all like a, a money making machine is what I looked at it. So at. you became a very yeah discerning child when you're like, <laughs> well, let's look at it on paper.
0: Yeah. I mean it's exactly.
2: a very I was jaded as a six year old was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: know, mom and dad. What's your I mean, margin the, on the that? Mascots. Walt? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: These are razor thin margins, Dad. I gotta tell you, we're gonna be upside down on this trip by the time <laughs> I get one churro uh before we get off Main Street. Yeah, I think we're gonna be out
0: of here at ten fifteen AM <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a regular amusement park with branding like i grew up in the midwest going to king's island in uh, southern ohio mm. that is a fine a fine amusement park that just... was that
2: disneyland to you
0: yeah yeah man that
2: was like it's all relative to what's sure. by you you know yeah i went to a
0: place
1: called worlds of fun and it yeah. was amazing oh
2: love that name dude yeah. it was great and
1: they had on the the water park side was called oceans of fun <laughs> Ooh, I love it. Nice. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? If you want to get wet, you have to go just through a barrier, just a gate. You're like, oh, this is Oceans of Fun. And and this oceans. costs a little bit different. Now, Disney, right, right,
0: right. were you a Disney World kid? Did you ever get to go to
1: Disney World? I never went to Disney World, so I never I never won enough sports stuff where I got to go to Disneyland or Disney World, so got it didn't mm-hmm. happen.
2: Yeah, there's something, I wonder if it's like, so growing up in L.A., like I went to Disneyland. I'm like, oh, cool. But I'm not like a Disney person. Right. But I'm also one of those people where, like, if I'm really far away from a thing that people love in a certain part of the country, I start like exo- making it exotic. And right. Like, oh shit, I want to do that shit. Like that's how I feel about like local fast food. Uh, like when I'm like, what do they eat over there? What's What's popping in Nebraska? Like I right. want that shit. Like so I don't. I, I get that. But it's it's I like that you somehow went. Well, that could have happened, but it the cost is just yeah like, well, what it was just, that just
1: doesn't make sense on paper i'm like that with fast food though like whataburger and stuff like that <laughs> since we don't have right, right. like that in california like dude when i go to texas i always hit up a whataburger and i get at least a lunch or a breakfast there because i'm as, like I, right. I don't have
0: it as someone who's a transport here did, did you notice that the fast food here is like higher quality do you feel like like I feel like McDonald's is better in California? And I think it might just be that the meat is like closer to the source or something, but I've always felt that way. And I like mm. to ask people who are also transports.
1: That's hard to say because I don't know. Because my the McDonald's, honestly, that I've had, McDonald's is one of those places where it tastes to me almost it's the exact the same. same. Almost every single state I've been through, and I've been on the road to a, and I've had a lot of. You would be an expert
0: on that, but I don't know
1: about the fast food thing. That's an that's an interesting thing. Like as far as if there's, if it's higher quality or not, it's almost like I might even think the the reverse. Actually, like in the Midwest, that's more where there's like I don't know. There's a lot of beef and stuff, right? like dairy farms and different stuff like that that i wonder if when i go back home now now that i've had la fast food for a while if i'll be like this is amazing like this is so much better so
0: right yeah it could be that i was coming from the east coast which is uh you know not less fresh ingredients pouring in uh into boston and that area so i also think that um
1: maybe you being from the east coast the turnaround i think is probably faster so they might put a little bit less effort into right. making sure faster that the quality is up because in the midwest and stuff like that they have time to make you a quality <laughs> fast food meal without like rushing you out the door where and, and the east coast everybody's like come on let's get this done I, I got stuff to do
0: yeah yeah you know what i just learned that disney world has or in it for orlando or orl and uh Disneyland has LA in it, and that's how oh. to tell the difference.
2: Wait, that's that was done intentionally?
0: I think it might have been. I mean, it's too perfect not to be, right? Follow the money, or It's like miles. one of those that's things. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Follow the money.
2: Uh yeah, but it's like one of those things where the journalist is smarter than like their interview subject. And like and I noticed for Disney World it's ORL and Disneyland is LA for Los Angeles. How did you come up with that? And like just be like, Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That was uh that was,
1: that, that, that was super right. deliberate.
2: Yeah, um, exactly.
1: Uh, we had a think tank. going. and we uh,
2: <laughs> did a lot of A/B testing with that, and uh, that's what we landed on. That's why we and then we kept that naming convention through to Tokyo Disneyland uh, and Euro Disney. Then we just kind of started putting the name blatantly in it, but we wanted to keep right. it, we wanted to keep it clear for
0: everybody. That's right. That's right. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk uh, about some stories. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, lost, lost my voice there a little bit. Hey, guys,
2: we're back hey. on the show. Uh,
0: great to have oh you Oh, no. Back. Oh boy! Yeah, he's gonna fire me. <laughs> uh, so yeah the the Trump uh, the Trump train is not stopping uh, in terms of his push to try and uh, subvert the democratic process in the United States. Uh, it's mm-hmm. no no amount of truth or facts or failure uh, can dissuade them. They're they're gonna keep going.
2: Yeah, I mean it's all you know. As as much yes, these are attempts at a coup, but we know like functionally there's really very little that can actually be done to change the results of the election. So I think at this point you're looking at there's a few different things they're trying to do. A just bilk the Trumper support, Trump supporters for as much money as possible because they've already raised like 200 million since the right. election yeah. to stop this deal stuff with like a caveat that like three quarters of it can go to whatever the fuck they want to do with it uh not necessarily explicitly stopping the fucking quote unquote steal um and also just completely delegitimizing Biden's presidency in the eyes of the, in the half the country just to be like let's just set that table so that's what they have to navigate so it's just an absolute mess so then maybe we can kind of come in in a couple of years and see if anyone uh forgot that we were enabling all of this
0: i almost wonder if like that's the point is like not that people will have forgotten in a couple of years but that people will ha- will be like extra angry because they think that the election was stolen from them in a couple years. And so it's like more uh, voting, more anger. Yeah, I I think it could work Um, in
2: any direction. I mean, regardless, it's it's definitely playing with people's emotions around it and trying to, you know, deploy them at the best time possible. Um, But in regards to like what's happening in Trump world with this legal fight, I mean, you know, most of the lawsuits have been pretty much concluded or just outright rejected um, but the biggest indicator that things are kind of obviously the the energy might be going is that the the Trump campaign headquarters in Virginia uh, which was like supposed to be like the war room epicenter of this legal fight right. is basically slow is basically as a ghost town <laughs> um, the Daily Beast was sort of sniffing around there and asking people about what's going on. And they say, quote, according to that source about how it's basically it's lights out in this uh, campaign headquarters building. According to that source and another person familiar with the situation, a large amount of the Trump-Pence signs have been stripped from the walls of the headquarters in Arlington. The desks and memorabilia have been largely packed, thrown out or removed. Television sets mounted to the walls and uh, Around the rented 14th floor of the building are being sold for extra cash. Staffers' belongings are even more thoroughly cleared out now than they were when the campaign was in the immediate aftermath of the downsizing. The voter fraud hotline room in Arlington that just created a bunch of troll uh, opportunities has just been completely shut down, and they barely see people going in and out of the building anymore. So, I like on how this article,
0: <laughs> I like how the article specifically says. That it was a torturous chamber for mid level staff and a pointless magnet for crank collars, violent threats, and farting noises into the telephones. <laughs> hey,
2: I tried Shout to keep y'all. it classy without that, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got it. I'm sorry. Yes, I have a very uh I have a, some evidence of fraud. Hold on, let me let me pull it up one second. <laughs> okay. So uh, stupid. You write that one down. But yeah uh, where they're
0: at. The best detail in that is the uh is the television sets being sold for sold off for extra cash. That's like extra don't give a Ooh. fuck desperation like Yeah. Yeah. Who's
1: getting that cash? I think Trump is going to write this off as, like, that the facilities were just looted. And, and, right. and that, and and like, like business is actually booming right now. The campaign is <laughs> yeah. going stronger than ever. These Antifa people, they kept looting us, okay? They came, they came in, they took our TVs, they took the computers. I let everyone have a little vacation. They went on the golf course with me. It wasn't a big deal, okay?
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah the, I'm curious who's selling those TVs. Like, right. is that... Yeah, are those officially being sold by the campaign? Also, that would be me. If I worked over there, I'd be like, yo, I'm selling these fucking TVs. I don't do the, give a fuck. Do that the TVs have Trump
1: Pence stickers on them too? <laughs> right. Like, do they yeah, have like the like, the like the memorabilia like all over it? Like they're red TVs right. and then like it's like uh, yeah, oh, uh Where did you guys cool. where did you get these from? Like,
0: He's like, wait, I, what did uh, you mean by a Trump Best TV? By? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's some like street level desperation drug, like need to fix need a drug fix sell your mom's tv type shit yeah but
2: if but it feels like the thing of like because the whole trump organization is scam city and they're just a vortex of pulling in other scammers like yeah you would be hiring the kinds of people who when you're not looking have sold the fucking tvs off the wall and been like oh i don't know what happened man (laughs)
0: that's (laughs) wild this
2: down anyway (laughs) <laughs> oh. That's wild, bro. I don't, know. I don't know.
0: But but then in public, like on me- for media appearances, we still have Stephen Miller out here, uh, just you know, getting in the spotlight, uh, and declaring that like, no, nah, this is far from over. We still we still got a plan of attack.
2: Yeah, uh, it's the- Teenage Mutant Ninja Gerbils got got on Fox and Friends to lay out this like other path to you know, just delaying the inevitable or just, you know, rejecting reality. And I don't know, he sounded very optimistic about this new plan of using what he calls alternate electors. Great to be on this morning. Thank you for having me. The only date in the Constitution is January 20th.
1: So we have more than enough time to right the wrong of this fraudulent election result and certify Donald Trump as the winner of the election. As we speak today an alternate slate of electors in the contested states is going to vote, and we're going to send those results up to Congress. This will ensure that all of our legal remedies remain open. That means that if we win these cases in the courts, that we can direct that the
2: alternate slate of electors be certified. The state legislatures in Georgia. So I'll just
0: stop mm-hmm. him there.
2: Yeah, uh, he's There's nothing in the Constitution about alternate electors. I think the idea is being like, We're going to put these electors in place. So when the judge, whoever judge that is, says, yeah, I agree, do that thing, then we're all ready to go with the alternate electors. I mean, as we speak, the Electoral College victory is being certified um, on Monday with like a lot of these states that were contested. They're certifying the results with the Electoral College. So it's not, you know, we are we're looking at something that is actually wrapping up but this is again more and more attempts to a keep the base like energized on this like weird fe- like fever dream of like don't worry man even though everything else is saying that we've lost um we there's still a way i think but i'm going to say it with a lot of confidence just to you know i don't know not change the narrative i guess
1: yeah that adds a weird energy around like you know biden getting elected It's so, it's just so bizarre because there's so much resentment. There was resentment for when Trump got elected, obviously, on the Democratic side, but it was kind of like this for the most part. Like, I I guess, like, I guess I have to accept this. There's a lot of people that were, you know, not my president kind of thing. But to say that it's completely false adds a whole nother layer to this as a debacle, whether like the you know the people who didn't vote for him will be accepting it all. Like if, if if somebody's telling you it's a lie, that's different than somebody saying like, "Hey, it's unfortunate that your side lost, but this is what is gonna happen." But if somebody's saying like, "No, this is a lie," like how, how do you think people are gonna react to that like long term? Like I mean, yeah. it will be years into his presidency where people oh, yeah. are still like, "This is false." like we got wronged, like we'll get them next time kind of thing or I don't know, it's just a really bizarre circumstance.
0: Less than a quarter of Republicans trust the results of the election at this point. So it's, yeah, this is not going anywhere in terms of, as a public sentiment, in terms of the strategy for why they're continuing to do it even though behind the scenes they're not really pursuing the action uh, in any real sense as the empty offices can attest. I think it's, you know it could be any number of things right it could just be they're leaving the story open to get more people to give them money so it's just like more looting or it could be just like nobody is willing to be the person who tells trump that they lost like that that was an important part of watergate and like getting nixon to step down was that hit the top 4 republicans like came to him and were like hey man like this is this is not going to go well for you like you need to step down like that's Mm -hmm. why he eventually like came around it wasn't he didn't just like do it on his own because he was reading what the media said it was
2: like and yeah we have the opposite now
0: right exactly we have people who are gassing him up because they see that there's energy and there's no real other and they're scammers too because they're
2: like oh look at this fragile old man who I could manipulate the fuck out of if I just tell him magic words that he agrees with I mean like I, if you're if you know how to f- scam somebody, Donald Trump is probably the easiest person to manipulate, and you can tell by all these people who've suddenly like entered the orbit and are just like they're like I'm willing to just off ramp from reality to just stay closer to this person. And Mo Br- Mo Brooks, who's a uh, Congressperson from Alabama, is like the new cool kid for Trump because he's out here basically saying like, "Uh, we found another way to try and maybe uh, subvert the will of the people." um he's saying that now he's wrangled up a a few other flunkies on the gop to try this new thing he says quote we have a superior role this is first saying that it doesn't matter what the supreme court says because a lot of people said well once the supreme court told y'all to eat shit i think it's pretty much done and dusted at that point unless you're like you're you're gonna full-on get you know some military coup going i don't know um And he's saying, quote, we have a superior role under the Constitution than the Supreme Court does, than any federal court judge does, uh, than any state court judge does. What we say goes. That's the final verdict. So this is someone who is now telling Trump, it's don't worry about what judges say. That's just where they're that's that's on them because we're we're the be all end all. Who is he? He's in the house. Yeah, he's in the house, you know, where all the people are currently just completely embarrassing themselves. Um, but he says, like, the whole it's thing a house is that they're party, looking at... party, dude. <laughs> Chill yeah, out, dude. Exactly, man. Just come on, bro. Just kind of smoke on this, and then tell me about how uh, Donald Trump uh, didn't lose in the election. Is this But peyote? they're looking at a very Perfect. weird, yeah, weird loophole that are trying to basically invalidate a state's Elections or which candidate they voted for. This hasn't happened since the 1800s when that happened. And the only way that can occur, if it were to ever happen, was both the House and the Senate would have to agree to throw the votes out. Considering that the House is under Democratic control, this is not even a feasible option, even with this very narrow law that they might be trying to attempt to make this all work. But at the end of the day, it's just dangerous nonsense because, like you're saying, some people might be like, "Oh, this is fun to just see them try and be like real shitty about losing," and other people are full on like, "They stole it. It's stolen, right?" They well, stole the dude, from us.
1: For like, for example, the the news that I I quickly realized when I was talking with my parents back home in Kansas that when certain things happen along with the election or just news in general it really like hit me this year for the first time where they're literally in different parts of the country people get very very different news they get mm-hmm. like it dependent on what network they're watching and stuff like that and and it it comes to you realize in conversation kind of unraveling like oh like this is all you know because this is all you've heard from the news outlet that you're listening to so that's why some people are going to be like Oh, absolutely. The election was stolen. Cuz this is what I'm hearing from my new right. uh, news outlet or, you know, the AM radio station that I'm listening to or whatever, that's just what I'm being told, so that's all I know. So that it, that's what's makes it so like delicate with the, this the way people are consuming media these days. Right.
0: And I mean, le- like we were saying less than a quarter of rep- Republicans trust the results of the election. Like I it seems like we're in a You know, in a more dangerous position than you would realize if you were just paying attention to the mainstream media and like arguing over the definition of whether this is like a failed coup or not. Like there's a right wing commentator named Josh Bernstein, who uh, is just the most recent to say he's like willing to die and is done using words and he will never live under a Biden regime regime and specifically a quote was the blood of tyrants and patriots could be coming and hopefully it's a lot more tyrants than patriots like there, i don't know there's just a lot of people on the trump side who are basically openly threatening terror attacks what, what would traditionally be defined as terrorism and it's not a movement that has traditionally been shy about engaging in mass violence like the from the Oklahoma City bombing to uh, all the mass shootings more recently at synagogues and mosques and Walmarts. And I don't know, it just feels like there's we're we're being lulled to sleep by the double standard that says that because it's right wing ideology, that it's not terrorism um, when they're going to be killing innocent people.
2: Yeah, I mean, even if you look at what happened in D.C. over the weekend, there are Proud Boys who are trying to burn down churches or tear down Black Lives Matter signs in front of churches or burn the Black Lives Matter signs in front of churches. And, you know, only now the police are like, we'll look at this as a possibility of being a hate crime. It's like a right. possibility. Yeah. You know, and I think that's that there's like there's still that hurdle that people can't go. Oh, yeah. Well, hold on. A white person is doing it. Well, now let's really be sure what this is. So they were wearing a swastika while they burned down a black church. Okay. We're going to have to look into what the motivations right. might be. And if it were any other way. I mean, like law enforcement so quick to be like, that's terrorism. This is blah, blah, blah. This is blah. But it, there's we're still also having this like evolution culturally where we're like, it's right wing terror also um that you know resembles other uh kinds of like civil unrest things that have happened in other countries but yeah it's we're having our vocabulary is like rapidly shifting too i think too around all of what's happening as well
0: yeah and i mean we've never had a, a situation where there is a terror attack and like 56 million of the people in the country are on board with the central like ideological tenant of the person who's doing the terror attack like right. you know kyle rittenhouse is like they there was certainly not like mass outrage on the right or you know the right being like well that's not the way to get things done like they you usually see that with uh your timothy mcveigh's your uh the guy who went to walmart and did a mass shooting but like now it seems like there's a there's a new level where they're just openly just ready to get on board with uh, some wild shit. I yeah, I, I just don't know. It's, it seems like it's, we're in a more dangerous position than a lot of the media seems to be owning up to. Yeah.
2: Well, I think it's, I'm, I'm curious to know how many people who are like on broadcast news or interacting with people. Like, you know, we always talk about this, like who is actually informing their perception of what the world is in right. terms of like, who people are on the right or who people are on the left. Cause each side has a completely fucked up perception of the other. Um, and there is oh, yeah. some version where some people are more similar, but like even the way conservatives are talking about what they think Joe Biden is going to do they're They're describing like a Holocaust for conservatives, like where they will be rounded up and they're going to come for us. And it's just like, str- I'm like, well, is this born out of like cancel culture? Because you're thinking because, Oh, I speak up and say this bad take, then then they will come take me to some kind of reprogramming center it's just very uh it's like the same thing like when you know prop 8 or any anything with gay marriage was happening in this country where people were like you you want to ask them like what are you afraid of exactly that if gay people can get married what does that mean for you specifically that you're out here screaming your head off like what is what does that mean and i'm there's still this like when you look at what the the talk is on, you know, like four chan or on right wing Twitter or Reddit or whatever, like it's still this like hyper hyperbolic version of like you know uh, victimhood.
0: Yeah. Um. Just speaking about like different news sources and existing in different realities. One thing that uh, I noticed in my uh, adventures when I was off uh, globe trotting. Uh, taking three (laughs) days away from from the podcast as I was entering my local Ralph's, which is owned by Kroger. Uh, so if you're not for the rest of the yeah, they're selling the Epoch Times. Uh, on you've probably seen ads from them. Uh, on on YouTube where it's like somebody reading a newspaper and being like, the mainstream media has this wrong, and Trump is actually right, and uh, it's actually should be called the China virus and stuff like that. So I had a sense based on those ads that, uh, the, this publication was not fully on the up and up. Um, but they're (laughs) selling a sense that I was in for a good read. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, uh, but they're selling physical copies on the same like place where the LA times usually is there. There are copies of the epoch times for $3 (laughs) Uh, it features headlines about hacking vulnerabilities of the election software in Detroit, uh, just all sorts of debunked conspiracy theories uh, that the Trump administration is trying to sow. Uh, not not like being like, stop the steal, the election was stolen. But the, the thing that they learned uh, about a decade ago is that you uh, blend, you do your best to Impression of real news and try and blend in with it, so they're just treating these fake stories as real news stories. Wow. So they started actually in uh, the late 90s, early 2000s, as a voice box for Falun Gong, which is the sort of Buddhism meditation and far right uh, politics conglomerate like religious movement in China. They have those, uh, Shenyan, yeah, Shenyan the i think they're really like da- their dance performances that are just you're bombarded with advertising for for them they say like they're the greatest show on earth but people who go and see it are like it's actually super disturbing um and then you might have also seen i think this was before the pr turn where they realized they had to like try and blend in with uh, other media they did a lot of like really bloody uh public protests like like fake blood but like really like gory dramatizations um but so in terms of their core beliefs they're like i said very far right very trump supporting because they think that trump will bring about a giant war with china they're very against the chinese government and they, it, there's like a millennialist tilt to it because they think like that is the end times, uh, that that will bring about judgment day, and so that is kind of their angle into this. But the fact mm. that they like something, uh, a publication with so many <laughs> red flags, uh, is like somehow struck a deal with Kroger to be sold on their shelves is pretty startling. And I mean, well, disturbing. I mean, let's,
2: I mean, but you. You got to hand it to Kroger. I mean, they were they were hit pretty hard with all those uh, essential worker bonuses they had to pay out. Right. So, so they, they gotta were make looking that for money. cash wherever they could get it. You know, what <laughs> That's I mean? right. that one time they paid it, and then yeah. are like mm, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never mind. Uh, we're we're making Psych. money hand over fist. Yeah, that really is alarming, and you want to know like how the fuck that happened? Where they're like, yeah, we'll put that a physical copy here rather than a, a you know intrusive banner ad. where We're like, get the shit out of my face. Right. Um. But yeah.
1: Is this newspaper basically becoming like what like the smut mags are? Not smut mags, but those like people kind of magazines, like top ten things that Trump wants you to know, but America won't let you. <laughs> like it's just like these breakdowns of different things where people are like, all right, I'll I'll take a copy of this. This looks right. good. That's it's basically like what it's those like- headlines are are kind of grasping. It's almost like clickbait, but physical clickbait for you.
0: Yeah, but 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 if it's
2: reinforcing the narrative that Trump is on top of everything, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. He's got this, and everyone's against us. But we're gonna get through it. Like if that's your worldview, then you're gonna love it.
0: the The headline writing is interesting in that it's it's informed by the boring headline writing of the New York Times. Like they have done their best to emulate it. Gotcha. Yeah, to emulate it, so it looks like a regular newspaper. The layout. Uh, everything looks like a regular newspaper down to the price. I think $3 is what the LA times costs. I, I almost like picked them up. I thought it was like a thing where they were dropping off like free flyers and you, you know, could do what you want with it, but yeah, $3 per, per copy. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just really a a new kind of branch in the, in the war on, reality the
2: website will give you a fucking lightning migraine or thunderclap headache or whatever that thing's called like it's there's so much shit coming off the screen when you go to their website you're like "Ah, ah, ah." it's like there's an electoral (laughs) college map i'm not joking there's probably 28 headlines crammed into like this window i'm looking at and then you go down it's like a cacophony of images and like live suggested blinking stuff. It's a lot. But again, if you're looking for something to um, feel like, you know, if, if suddenly you're alienated because you believe that Trump actually didn't lose the election, go over here because they're offering you the things to just soothe that and say like, you know, there's one here that says truth seeking Americans have the moral high ground. What? yeah in their like opinion section, so like, yeah there's a salve to be like, are people saying you're rejecting the reality of the election? no, you're actually you're a truth seeking American, and you mm-hmm. should you know be feel good about that. It's so manipulative, well, that's the irony of the this whole fake
1: news era that we're in right now is like stuff like this is like it's coined you know kind of like on the Trump side of things, and then this is exactly what's being putting out in support of him. Losing the election is actual fake news platforms and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: And they're smart, too, because they put the real shit behind a paywall. So if like, for example, wow. Dominion software intentionally designed to influence election results, forensics report, but it's under the premium section. Damn uh. it, But I need that to argue with my coworkers who say I don't have any evidence. Don't have any evidence. What about this election fraud allegations infographic? But again behind the premium paywall. That's interesting. So it's like they they also know how to like edge the people too. Be like, we know what you really want. You need something substantive (laughs) to come and clap back with people rhetorically with, and that's behind a paywall and it will also be vaporware. I'm sorry, but thank you for your When I Googled
0: the Epoch Times, the first like Google autocomplete was login, like for people looking to get a- (laughs) To get a free one? Get a free login to when I googled <laughs> when I googled the Epoch Times. Uh, I
1: just got an Amazon delivery for Truck Nuts. I don't know if you guys got that too, <laughs> yeah, but
0: that that has more to do with your search history than anything. Okay, all right. <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> it,
2: it launched a macro that auto ordered. I'm on a subscription to Truck Nuts now. Yeah, I don't every know. two weeks.
1: <laughs> I don't know how <laughs>
2: I get off of this, but I
0: think I can so put it weird. on the back of my oh, Honda. Man. I am hemorrhaging truck nuts every month. It's just a new <laughs> pair that I... Guys,
2: you got to come get some of these, man. Honestly, I don't <laughs> even need money anymore. Just please, get them. Just get, I need to get rid of them.
0: Uh, all right. We're going to be right back. And we're back. And truck nuts are not the only thing that's in short supply. Brexit has people across the pond, uh, as the Mm -hmm. as the media cliche goes. uh, People in England are concerned about, uh, you know, they're they're going to have shortages. Um, Yeah,
2: because they want to break up with the EU. They want to fuck around, and now they're like, well, we still need to. They still need to sort out a trade deal because they're like, okay maybe politically we're not aligned, but like trades a huge thing. And like, we need stuff from y'all and like, we're an Island. So what's going on right now that has not been uh, figured out. And if there's like a straight up, no deal Brexit on that, it's going, it could be, it could lead to shortages, price hikes on certain things, but it kind of really underlines just how much of, you know, the, the global economy, you know, uh, and how much we rely on other countries for certain imports and things like that. Because if they don't, have a deal in place with the EU, they're going to have to like revert to like world trade organization norms, or there's like certain tariffs on things. And that could ch- really change things for people in the UK, things that, okay, so if they don't figure out a deal, these are some of the things that people in the UK will have a lot of trouble, well, not a lot of trouble getting, but they're, they're going to have to pay more. Yeah. yeah, it could be a little pricey. For example, pizza dough is made from wheat vari- varieties that they have to get from other places. Avocados and bananas, most of that shit is imported. So mm. that's another thing. The, millennials in, I mean, are not gonna every, be happy. Millennials will starve to death. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. If yeah. there is no avocado toast or diamond industries for them to ruin, dude. And, pizza,
1: you're messing with my pizza now. This is getting serious. Exactly. <laughs> uh,
2: what about ham? Uh, you can't get ham uh, if you're in the oh, UK what? because a lot of the good ham, like the loins and things like that, are coming from across the, like from the EU. Broccoli, tomatoes. That's another thing. Like you know, the, apparently the UK only produces a fifth of the tomatoes that they actually sell within the country. Tomatoes. Um, yeah, I'm, sorry, tomatoes. Tomatoes. <laughs> and on... um, come on, UK uh, Zeitgang, Let you us know. You say Why, potato, I say
1: tomato. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. But, I think that's oh, how but it goes. A potato. How do you say it? Oh, a- also Potato. Yeah. Also, that. <laughs> I think it's pretty. Uh, nice. That's an elevator. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> the so. They also wine will be tough to get, but the things that they can get, so don't worry, you get plenty of mutton because that's all being grown Hell in the UK. Yeah. Dude, uh, I'm all about peas, that mutton Peas, carrots, dude. yeah, keep peas, carrots, and beets. Don't worry, UK, you're good. You that got was, plenty of those.
0: They have this listed like it's a combination, or that beetroot, peas, carrots, and beetroot. Uh, like those are core staples of. Uh, is that just more popular in the UK than?
2: Um, I like, mean, it could, I mean, beets are kind of having a, I mean, yeah. their renaissance kind of happened. Juice you know? stands are popping in the UK right now. Yeah. You yeah. Know?
0: Okay. Okay.
2: I think maybe because it's probably one of the things that they have a ton of. That's why they're just pointing out. It's like, look, we're good in the UK when it comes to beets, carrots and yeah. peas or bread. Uh, they say toast and chips. Don't worry about that because we got enough potatoes. Uh, you know, we can have scotch whiskey. Uh, so we don't, we, we need to worry about wine. But the sad thing is Uh, cod, like for fish and
0: chips. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, unfortunately with cod for fish and chips, that's coming from Norway and Iceland. So that's going to be a bit of a hit. Yeah. lobster, they got
0: that. They have toast and chips, lobster and chips, which as far as I know, aren't. Like the only thing I've ever heard of is fish and chips or cod and chips. So it it feels like they're trying to start something here with toast and chips. (laughs) Yeah. It seems weird. weird. Don't worry. (laughs) You can get this thing we just made up.
1: Yeah, we we totally have lots of it. It's it's not a problem. Uh, plenty of that. <laughs> where that came from? Um, don't worry. You you won't want the fish and chips anymore. That's that's a thing of the past. Oh, uh, I, I, we do have um uh well um we have a uh, peanut butter and chips and um, <laughs> oh yeah uh,
2: lots of new things. They're exciting. You got to try it. Uh eh, I think I'm just gonna go to Nando's. Thanks anyway. Oh boy, <laughs> uh, yeah. But lobster, I mean, they I didn't realize they have an abundance, as they say in this daily mail article, of crab, prawns, and lobster. So you're good on the arthropods.
0: Okay. Yeah. Living that good life. I guess. Yeah. I guess they'll be fine after all. This would be enough to change my politics. I have traditionally been pro Brexit, uh, but yeah. yeah this... I know. <sighs> Which one did it for you? Was it the ham pizza. or pizza? Pizza. Yeah, it's, yeah. dude, of
1: course. Yeah. You don't mess with my pizza. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You've always yeah. said that.
0: Uh as you long as that, I've that. known you for that. the past hour. You don't
1: do that, all right? That's crossing <laughs> the line
0: where I'm from. That's right. <laughs> all right, let's talk vaccine, guys. Sandra Lindsay, a critical care nurse at Long Island Jewish Medical Center in Queens, was vaccinated on camera Monday morning. Wow. Uh so we are officially underway with the vaccination. Of these United States, done and dusted. Uh, We can stop paying attention to the COVID nineteen story. Throw Uh, your
2: masks in the trash, y'all, and let's make out in the streets like God intended. Yeah, I I mean it's great. You know, I guess they once they saw Bill Shakespeare getting his vaccine in the UK, they're like, we need our get Sandra Lindsay up
0: there. Yeah. That's R.
2: Bill Shakespeare. But it's great to see that, you know, I don't know why, again, even like that older woman in the UK who was like the first person to get the vaccine in the UK, I felt so like giddy. I feel the same way seeing Sandra get hooked up with her vaccine. I'm loving it. Um, HHS Secretary Alex Azar was apparently saying the rollout could begin at the end of February for the country. but. Um, That article, I see the link, like, that headline is being ran the most by the New York Post, Post, New York Daily News, and Fox Business, Fox News. So I'm going to take that with a few grains of salt. And I know most people are talking, like, late spring seems to be what they think is a more realistic rollout, which to me means fall, I think, (laughs) with (laughs) the way this country's been moving.
0: Sure. If my experience with large-scale projects is any indication, yeah, you can... Usually double the amount of time that they're estimating.
1: Do you think that the people on on the fence though about getting the vaccine that that's encouraging to them seeing an old lady like get the vaccine like no. oh, you know what I mean like yeah like, I, I I think that there's gonna have to be like <laughs> like OnlyFans like webcam models are like oh yeah I'm ready for <laughs> it. The, the bros Maybe. are like I dude mean, it's,
2: I'll take the vaccine right now dude yeah it has to literally a group effort a community effort truly.
0: I mean celebrity uh, endorsement of vaccines is a thing going back to uh Elvis they needed to use Elvis uh as an example uh, of like a strategy of using celebrities in 1956 he got the polio vaccine on the Ed Sullivan show uh because it was difficult to convince teenagers to get vaccinated and okay. and like that actually worked vaccination rates went up but I do think we're kind of living in a in a post-celebrity era, a little bit. Well,
2: look, a- <laughs> if you got JoJo Siwa, Justin Bieber, and Billie Eilish, that's a good. You could you could knock out a pretty, and Taylor that's Swift, true. you could knock out a pretty good chunk. But I feel like a lot of those people aren't as on. Um, you know, like maybe you know, but you have to round it out. Like that's the kind of maybe celebrity weight we need, dude. What? If
1: Takashi six nine gets a vaccine, I'll get the vaccine, yeah, dude, <laughs> mm-hmm. and not. Until then, yeah. If Megan the Stallion twerks while getting the vaccine, then your boy is in. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting it.
2: Yeah. If if I even see, um, I'm trying to think of the lowest bar, but even I feel like you just need neighbors, you know, just to get it. Be like, hey, whoa, Phil, you getting it? <laughs> okay, and then you like talk to so you like yeah. I don't know about him, but just yeah. go
0: door to door and just make it a day, make it a national holiday, vaccination day,
2: rather than caroling. You, one yeah. person goes, I'm like, I will now be vaccinated in front of you.
1: Happy holidays, yeah. Ah, thank it's you. like fa la 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 la. You're just stabbing
0: people. with <laughs> <vaccine>. <laughs> We I had carolers come to my house uh, the weekend of Thanksgiving. Did I was you like, really? damn, mm. y'all are like excited to get out Relax. here and spread did those. Did they have uh, masks
1: on or were they full on just like anti didn't. <laughs> I did not open the door.
0: I was like, oh, sorry, the kids are in bed and my son is like right there being like, who is that? I'm crying. Uh, they're yeah. doing
1: carols like wild trick-or-treating and weird costumes, like all the things that they missed out on, they're cramming into one. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right. yeah. One of the
0: carolers has board shorts on.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, like, what's your outfit?
0: But fortunately only 24% of Americans believe celebrities on the issue of vaccines, uh, which I think has to do with the fact that celebrities have sort of burnt a lot of cred with being anti-vaxxers like that. That Mm -hmm. isn't, isn't super helpful. Um, One of the things that is in the works is that uh, the three ex presidents, uh, Obama, Bush and Clinton have all volunteered to be vaccinated on camera. Um, But JMR writer was pointing out that that's somewhat ineffective because the whole issue is that the US government has a history of doing shady shit uh, especially to non-white people under a veil of medical advancement um right and, and i remembered i i knew that like they had used a CIA like fake vaccination campaign uh to locate to basically steal people's DNA to locate Bin Laden, but that actually led to like a public uproar in Pakistan and uh, other places around the world, uh, where like legitimate vaccine workers were chased off and some were murdered uh, after after that, and people attribute it to that. So like that whole thing ended up having like very real hmm. consequences. To the point that the CIA was like, "All right, we'll stop." Anything I will else knock you it off with the do? fake
2: vax programs. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. yeah. Uh, All right. Well, yeah. I mean, I think now I don't know if it's going to be a celebrity thing, right? Because the people who are like real, the you know wilder takes about it are truly on some like. It's not like I don't know if it's safe, right. or it could be janky and is going to hurt me. More like. Nah man, that's what they they're trying to get you with it. And I'm like, I don't know what it and who they are, but I think it's Bill Gates and it is a microchip. But then I see a lot of good memes that are just sort of like it's like that uh uh, what is it, that like Crowder meme where he's like, change my mind, the dude's sitting at the table when it's like some hot take and it says change my mind. And it's like Bill Gates sitting at a thing. It's like, convince me why I should even put a microchip in you. Change my mind. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'd know. be like, I, I, are you are you really like that much of a subversive patriot that they need to keep tabs on you? Like you know, I don't. Well, apparently, my dad is because uh, I've already had this conversation with him.
0: He's scared. He's scared oh, of the I, vaccine.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. He's he's like he's not going to get it. He's like, oh, I'm definitely not going to get it. Yeah. For which happening.
2: reasons? Like the surveillance state? It's unsafe. He wants to make sure other people don't get. Like, I, what is it?
1: I think surveillance, and uh, he he doesn't think it's safe yet. I think he thinks it's a government ploy right now. I literally had this conversation with my dad like last week. I was like, okay,
0: interesting take. <laughs> All right. Yeah right okay is he's there like, a no, celebrity you think do? like i was trying to put together like a dream team of celebrities that might have an impact like i was thinking who hanks, would your dad yeah hanks denzel oprah, oprah gwen stefani's husband and chris pratt <laughs> that was, hey, that maybe was my like, attempt to cover the whole gamut maybe if like ted nugent mm-hmm. or somebody uh oh, or or, dang,
2: or wow. rush
1: limbaugh got uh you know what i mean if they got yeah. vaccine, right right then that would be, or like a Sean Hannity or something. Then it would be something like where my
2: dad might be like, "All right, well, wow. I'll look into it." Yeah, well, because you you know those people probably would. They're like, "Fuck that! I'm not trying to get no COVID. Give me that fucking vaccine." But then on the air be like, "I don't know. Can we trust
0: it?" Exa- like, yeah, you, you they, yeah. Behind closed doors, bag. they're
2: like, uh, "Can I get the expedited
1: service on this thing? Or do I have to wait right. with all the other commoners?" <laughs>
0: But I mean, that yeah. definitely should be a campaign, like a public pressure campaign, to have them do that because that does seem like it would, it would be, help a yeah. lot. It would yeah. definitely help. I well, mean, those it, are the yeah, people who are fe- afraid of getting the vaccine a lot. A lot of the in a lot of cases. I mean, I'm trying to think,
2: because wouldn't like if you're going to be rah rah, this is the Trump vaccine. Like, wouldn't his kids be getting it to be like, yeah, we did that. Mm. Check me out or is he like i already got covid so fuck it <laughs> well that's the thing <laughs> i don't like, like, care
1: like tom hanks would have been the perfect candidate for the vaccine because he's so right. likable but he was like one of the first right. celebrities to, to get it right. right that's when it sunk in for a lot of people like oh this is a real disease tom hanks got it this is crazy tom
2: hanks and the nba shutting down i think yeah that, that was the, the reality check together. for
1: people like oh no no sports oh maybe this is real yeah. Wait,
2: Woody from
0: Toy Story got it? Yeah.
2: But <laughs> he was
1: a toy. <gasps>
0: uh actually, Tom uh Woody is not going to be played by Tom Hanks. He's going to be played by right. uh Chris Hemsworth Chris in Pike. the uh origin story of uh no that's my uh... name is Woody. Which one is Mac
2: <laughs> uh what's Chris like, Evans, Evans is no. playing, uh, Evans, yeah. Chris Evans, Evans yeah. is
0: playing, uh, Buzz Lightyear in the oh, that's right, the origin oh, story then, of the real Buzz Lightyear, the the story of the trending and dying episode.
2: To... And it was like, yeah, and then Chet Hanks is going to play Woody. <laughs> I'm like, I'll, I'll vibe with a uh, patois Woody. <laughs> oh man.
0: All right. Well, Jeremiah, it has been a pleasure having you on the Daily Zeitgeist, man. Where can uh, people find you and follow you? Uh people can follow me. Whoops. People can follow me on um
1: social media at Jeremiah Standup. And I've got a brand new comedy special that is out Hell that yeah. you can check out on Amazon Prime. You can check it out on uh, Apple TV, Video on Demand, and a bunch of platforms. And the album is out now on Spotify and iTunes and Apple Music, all, all that stuff. So um if you want to follow me, I'm a I'm a fun follow Jeremiah Stand Up and then I might be in a city near you soon. I'm still touring uh at JeremiahWatkins.com. I'll be in Austin coming up here and Fort Worth in January the beginning of then, and then Royersford, Pennsylvania on December thirtieth so
0: nice all right what's the what's
1: traveling like these days you just it's just heightened you just have to be i've I've flown quite a bit during uh this year mm. comparatively to other people and sure. um there's just some simple travel tips that I, I mean you know the cdc like the washing the hands and not touching your face is a huge thing so. Anytime I touch something on the plane, I just have a hand sanitizer with me. Regardless of what I touch, I I hand sanitize and uh, just make sure that you're wearing your mask the entire time. And you know, just not. Also, I haven't been eating on the planes uh, on the flights. Uh, That I think that's another big one because they do allow that, like for people to take drinks and stuff and and uh, and eat. And I just make sure that I, you know, do the bottle underneath the mask real quick and then try to go back to sleep in my uh, little hoodie and sleep chamber. (laughs) So (laughs) right, right
0: and is there a tweet or some of the work of social media you've been enjoying um i'm not a big I'm not a big uh twitter
1: guy um so i I do a lot of, like, a lot of reposting and stuff of jokes, which i'm like <laughs> I have good taste in my repost um so that's about it but uh yeah, I'm more of an instagram guy uh, I post like way more videos and my my stand up jokes
2: and
0: sketches and stuff like that there nice. Uh, miles where can people find you what's a tweet you've been enjoying
2: you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at miles of gray and then uh, other podcasts for 20 day fiance where we're talking 90 day fiance over there uh, and a tweet I like is from Relly B at Durell Relly uh, or Durelli Rell Rel, actually and this is just a tweet that was blowing up about this dude who like sells cars uh, and his tweet says if you didn't know this is why I sell so many cars. I promote myself, and the video just starts with him like emerging out of the back of like a Honda minivan. And I'm just gonna play the audio because this is this is this is a new kind of car sales pitch uh, that I think is very effective.
0: All right, we going. What a money reside. What a money reside. He's just, he's what emerging a money from a car. What a money reside. Okay, let me tell you something. I'm doing something real big this month. Any deal that y'all got and they beating us, I'm gonna beat about four hundred dollars. Just give me your VIN and the paper, cause I'm pants. What the what? What a money reside. What a
2: money reside. money reside. So you know he's just wow. got a bunch of videos like this. We're just saying the same thing. That's like, how it's look, done. come come through. I'll beat it by four hundred. Just give me the VIN, so I know this is a real deal. Boom. Let's get you out the door. So shout out to Rally B with your yeah. very effective sales
0: pitches. All right, some tweets I was enjoying. Just some guy tweeted, You've heard of Elf on a Shelf. Now get ready for God to abandon us. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, And then Fettuccine was uh, just vibing in the zeitgeist for some reason. At least Navidad uh, tweeted, Pronouncing Fettuccine like medicine. Uh, So Fettuccine. Or (laughs) Medicini, if you wanted to go in the opposite direction. Um, And then... uh, (laughs) Uh, at Shiny Spell tweeted, Boba Fett's full name is Roberto Fettuccini. He's actually Italian. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, For where her. we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on Miles. What are we riding into this week upon?
2: This is a track by Ono Kapono, uh, and it's called Lost to Love, and it's just got, like, a really cool lo-fi sampley, not, like, rock, but you know a little guitar strumming and, and good soul vocals. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just like the name I just was reminded of Jason Capono and I said, oh no Capono, here we go. Uh, and yeah,
0: lost the love. check it out. Jason Capono also in the Zeitgeist, the, uh, yeah. the podcast flagrant ones, uh, just randomly made their website jasoncapono.com. They did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I think he got taken down. Yo, Capono
2: uh, in the building. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird person to call out. I, I mean know. like that's like a local that's like some local flavor for me, but yeah. wow.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for this morning. We're back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we will talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Bye.